I mean, so we can agree that Francesca's the main character, right? I don't know, man. Yes, but also Chloe made some some big moves towards becoming the main character also. She, I mean, she is the main character's sidekick, and we're just at the part of the story where they're not friends yet. Because they're, they're these fantastic opposites who are both working on this personal growth story towards each other now. And it's so good. I love this so show. Good. This is such a good show. Can you did do you remember when you said you didn't want to watch it? <laughs> to be do fair, you now that anything every, I suggest ever is going to be good. Every time the teasers come up though, I'm reminded why I didn't want to do it in the first place. And it's because those are bad. Oh, I agree, and that's why I skipped past them. Oh man. Okay. Let's MTV let's, let's, needs let's, Netflix's casting people. It does. Um, I just, can I just, I just need to start with, let's go through the title lines for this episode. Okay. So, first one, right out the gate, Corey's I Can't Help Being Beautiful. Fuck Corey. Fuck Corey. We're not naming an episode Uh, after him. Fair enough. Um... This isn't necessarily what I think should be a title line, but it is a quote that needs to be said. You should never walk in someone else's shoes. You should always have your own footsteps with your own <laughs> shoes. <laughs> Which, by the way, I fully support that being the title. Like, I know you won't do it because it is, like, three whole sentences, but I still support it. So, I have, you should always have your own footsteps with your own shoes written down as a potential title in spite of being, like you say, to... a. Like, there's got to be a character limit for them, right? I don't know. Also, the ice cream truck is going by. It what? <laughs> it who would do that now? Yeah, that is weird. Like, I can I. So you know how people say like instead of saying what would Jesus do, they have like W D or W W D J. Whatever I don't know how the, I don't know what that acronym is. Do you know what I'm saying though? I think barely. Yeah. Uh, what would Jesus do? So it's WWJD, and like they'll have that on bracelets. I'm suggesting maybe this becomes one of our if we do merch. I'm suggesting we put that acronym on merch. Sorry, I'm listening to the ice cream truck getting closer and closer to my window. God and damn just, it! My mind's still blown at its existence. Who would a it's summer man? No, it has it's to make money somewhere. A, it's not. It's fucking raining here. First of all, oh. Oh. Uh, and B, there's a pandemic out. Who would do that? Someone who needs to make money. But I mean, a this can't be an essential. Who runs? Wait, I'm sorry. Nope. New question. Who the fuck owns ice cream trucks? I'm assuming they're all independently operated. Actually, no. Considering I'm in New York, I'm sure there's a mafia for it, basically. I don't know. I mean, if they're seasonal workers, that's why they're doing it, despite it being a pandemic. They need the Muncies. I mean, I'm sympathetic, but it just seems, A, kind of irresponsible at best. It is. And B... Why? It seems like you're losing money trying. Like, you drive around and burn your gas all day sell no ice cream i mean you've seen all the people who want fucking haircuts right but ice cream trucks only get their business at all out of a convenience out of like the fact that they are bringing the ice cream to you the f- it, i don't know it just doesn't work anymore the whole thing breaks down i don't know man 
How are you not seeing this? I, I just, I'm not surprised at it like you are. Like, this tracks with everything I know about American society. But he just has to be losing money. I'm sure he isn't. That's the thing. I'm sure people are literally buying ice cream from him. But enough to make money? Yeah, I mean, all he has to do is pay for gas, I guess, probably. I guess gas is really cheap right now. Yeah, no one's buying gas right now. <laughs> this is probably great for him. Oh, fuck. Can we talk about the fucking show we're doing a podcast on? Yeah, this one just got me. I don't know. Yeah, can you fucking recognize my great fucking joke that you decided to just fucking no, you're ignore, doing like a rude ass bitch? You're doing great, but there was an ice cream truck oh, I outside know I my window. None of us were ever questioning whether I was pulling my fucking weight. All right, bring us Did back you know in. I hop sells <laughs> lot, cuz. I didn't, actually. I feel like they have to be bad, but if they weren't, wouldn't that be awesome? I'm ordering them just to see. Okay, well, my food gets here in an hour, so let's try and get this fucking podcast done in the 30 minutes we normally do. Well, give me a second. Now I'm checking to see if I can get... Uh, How see, I never let my ordering food interrupt the show. There's no way I couldn't let it interrupt the show. It's why I don't usually do it. Maybe we should start over. No, this is fine. This is this is all great. We can use this. What was your joke? Oh, so you know how people have the what would Jesus do bracelets? Yes. Well, sort I've of. I've put in the studio what I think we should start selling on bracelets. <laughs> the you should never walk in someone else's shoes. You should always have your own footsteps with your own shoes. Bracelets. Maybe that's the title of this episode. Just those letters? It's basically a quote. I would I would support it so much. People are going to be thinking that we've had a stroke or something. I mean, it's not outside their own positive. <laughs> also, if you do that, you know you have to put periods in between each of them and make them all capitals. <sighs> I can do that for you if that's the problem. Do you, I we'll work on it. We'll we'll see how it looks both ways. Yes. Okay, the next one is Francesca's that's my bikini, you little cunt. <laughs> Which, for what it's worth, that it is a wild thing to wear someone else's bikini, especially when you're fighting with them, I feel like. My guess is they probably have all just mixed their shit together and aren't really... Like, she probably doesn't even know. That is also just a wild thing to me. I mean, yeah, same. The only other title quote that I have is, of course, um, Feck Off. F-E-C-K-O-F-F. Yeah, fuck off. All right, I have a few more I can throw in here. Please do. Uh, so we have Big Tits Francesca. <laughs> Always solid. Uh, this is a, a combined quote. Uh, boo Francesca. Boo indeed. Boo indeed, yes. How is Francesca not the main character? Just definitively. Sorry. Uh... Reintroducing the old Francesca. Yeah. What a fucking dick. <laughs> yeah. That's the one I'm going to end on. Nice. So she says, Francesca's, a- Ooh, I hit my desk. Francesca's absolutely the, the, the main character of this show. I think it depends on the episode, or of this episode. I, like, I, think, I think there have been episodes where like Sharon and Rhonda together have been the main character, and there was one where David was the main character. Oh, and they're such a fantastic supporting cast. They they still the whole without them being so just fundamentally phenomenal, Francesca wouldn't work. You just have Are You the One again. 
I don't know. I just don't think she's the main character of the whole show. I don't know. All right, let's talk about something else. Uh, um, let's let's talk about the whole Corey, Francesca, Chloe thing. Okay. So, Corey has decided he's not into Chloe. And that he instead wants big tit Francesca. Well, to be fair, it was Chloe who admired her tits. Oh, I know, but let's be honest, that's why Corey's into her. I don't honestly understand why everybody instantly decides Francesca's the hottest. Like, she's objectively attractive, but I don't know- They all are. And that's exactly my point, is they all are. Like, I don't understand how in the room of hot ones, she's the hottest. It just doesn't- Anyways, so, Harry gives Corey some advice that he should, you know, go after whatever he wants. Um- Clearly not thinking he was talking about his own girlfriend. Because um, who would take it that way? Who the fuck? Um, and then Corey gets the offer to ask someone on a date, and he asks Francesca. And it fucking sucks because Rhonda has to tell Chloe that, which just is garbage for her. Yep. I mean, she does a good um, job. She's very just the facts with it, which oh, I expect yeah. nothing else from Rhonda. I love Rhonda. Um, and Francesca, so they make it seem like Francesca could have said no. And if that's the case, then, like, because, like, if Francesca could have said no, which the show does make it seem, and, like, everyone sort of says that she could have. Well, even Harry Francesca said, does suck. Harry, Harry even says, well, like, you're obviously not going to go. Right. Which is fair. Because she's obviously not going to go. Her going would be psychotic. But yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because like, I was like, oh, Chloe's going to be mad at Francesca. And I'm like, well, but that's not fair Like, if she has to go on a date. But then everyone's like, you don't have to go. And I'm like, oh, Francesca sucks. I'm sorry. Boo, Francesca. Yeah. Yeah, big time. Um, and Francesca's like, well, you know, I'm ready for a test. And I'm like, Bullshit. did you ever think that maybe the the not going on the date was the test? But <laughs> like she- I'm just saying. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> she goes on the date. Uh, Obviously. Geez, she's just, like, I know she comes out of this deciding that she actually does like Harry and that's supposed to be a win. But you no. can tell he's still mad that she went on the date. And I'm super on, like, we, we finally got to the point where I'm on Harry's side of something. I know. That's honestly, that was part of my episode. I was like, I was like, yeah, I still hate Harry. He's still a piece of shit. I literally can't with, like, how the show is forgiven him. I just have to pretend like I don't hate him for this episode. Because otherwise it's just too much emotion. Well, here's what I'll give Harry. He said he was going to. Well, I don't think he actually did say he was going to commit to this relationship. He said she he had to. He implied he was going to commit to this relationship. And he did. But he actually did. Like, he's consistently doing it. So I'll give him that. It's the same reason why we don't see much of Sharon anymore. It's because he's just doing he's what he said he was going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Presumably. Um, but so then after, after going on the date and telling Corey that he's super hot and that she's into him, he turns him down. She turns him down. And I just. <laughs> why did you go? First of all, Francesca. And second of all, I can you Corey managed 
to piss off so many people and get nothing out of it. Right. I like how everybody at some point at least gets a little bit of, if not redemption, at least understanding. Uh, and Corey just stays a fucking dick. Yeah. I mean, he's like Haley and that he did not come here for any reason to fuck. And he's really pissed off that he's not getting to fuck. Yeah, he just, like, he had the opportunity for some redemption when Chloe invited them to be told off, essentially, instead of fucking taking it. And he tried to be like, oh, I don't give a fuck, blah, 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 I'm so cool. Yeah, instead of just fucking taking it and, you know, maybe apologizing for not communicating his intentions to her. Because, like, it's no crime to not be into her, but, like, he totally let her on. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't and know. I loved, I loved, he was like, he's like, oh, well, I'm not really interested in, like, carrying this on. And she just, like, laughs, and she's like, this was not an opportunity for you to. <laughs> I'm, she's like, oh, no, no, this was just me coming to tell you off. Let's be clear. I was happy for Chloe that she got to feel satisfied with that, that, even if it, he was still a dick about it. I'm glad that Yoni Puja really worked for her. And, for, honestly, it worked for all of them, it feels like. I feel like I shouldn't have been invited to that. I, yeah, okay, so let's talk about Yoni Puja, which does mean vagina worship. Or technically vulva worship, but vagina worship. Uh, I feel like I do have to mention, which is just that there is, this is very cis of them, which makes sense. The show is very heterosexual and cishet and everything. But, you know, not everyone who has a vagina is a woman, and not every woman has a vagina, and so there is a little bit of weirdness of equating women to just their vaginas. Yeah. So, okay. It's that- a little bit of uh, both. It's a lot. It's a, it's a, there's a stuff to unpack there, but we don't have to do that. That's not what this podcast is for. That one did cross um, my mind, I, that they really only could get away with this because it was only straight like, women here. Cis. Cis yeah. yeah. What? It, yep. I feel like this um, is a dirty word, though. Oh, it's not. It's just the. It's like literally just the opposite of trans. I, I, I think it's very interesting and cool that they did this. Still, like you know, despite my clear issues with it, I think it's very cool. Um, I think it's also you know very interesting because when you can't just see your genitals like offhand, like guys can't. Like that's something guys would never think about. Of like, oh, like what if you couldn't see your penis? <laughs> I mean, like, but th- seriously, like, could you imagine? I no, but yeah. also, Listen, I don't they know. They brought it up. We're talking about it. I, I'm really happy that they all got so much out of this, but I felt like I just shouldn't have been there. Like, it wasn't. For, I do agree. It wasn't for me. I couldn't relate to that in any way. I, I, I couldn't relate. If I couldn't see my penis, I don't think it would be the end of the world for me. I. But I think I think if you couldn't see your penis, suddenly being told to look at your penis would, would sort of shift your thinking. Here's what here's what I got out of it, honestly, is we heard everybody's reactions to what Rhonda said, and we saw her honestly only decent painting of the bunch. No, that's not true. Um, Lydia's painting was also pretty good. It might have been. I liked Rhonda's. But why didn't we hear what she said? We have no idea what she said. They never let us hear it. They gave us everybody's reaction to it. But they didn't... To the painting? No, to her speech. And her her painting and everything. But, like, she clearly said something that really moved the entire group. And we didn't hear it. 
We just heard everybody's reaction. And that kind of pissed me off. We heard like a little bit of it. It was bullshit. We heard fucking nothing. It was obviously not what she said. I feel like we gotta hear the thesis statement and none of the surrounding parts. I don't know. Like, oh, like it's really strong to birth something so fragile. Um, And clearly that was like the sort of like the tube with the like, uh, what looked almost like, um, what are those flowers that you blow? I forget. Dandelions. Yeah, it looked like dandelions almost. It almost looked like a vase with dandelions. Um, but it was also a metaphor for vagina and giving birth. So that's cool. That's good artistry. Right. And that's great. I don't know why we didn't get to talk about it. Look, I agree. I just, I think the show was like, oh yeah, we should give all of the girls equal time to talk about their growth here. Even if some of their emotional stuff is much bigger than other people. <laughs> I don't know. I'm putting this in the basket of Rhonda doesn't have to be here. She's basically oh, getting- Rhonda doesn't! We, she's basi- we know this! I'm assuming she got edited out because it was just too emotionally aware for them to still have yeah. any sort of growth arc left in her. <laughs> <coughs> also, Francesca's why did I draw a fucking cat? <laughs> <laughs> I love that! <laughs> just you can hear just the like she like she felt so fucking proud when she was talking about it. I'm like this is my pussy cat, <laughs> and like she felt so like happy. And she loved what she drew, and then Rhonda show what she drew and like gave her thing, and she's like, "Fuck me, I'm dumb." Oh, you could tell she just and, like honestly same. She just felt like, so <laughs> legitimately stupid. <laughs> I. <laughs> It was so funny, and I so emotionally, like, vibe with that feeling. Oh, I, like, you're really proud of what you've done, and then you see someone else who's, like, put, like, effort in, and you're like, fuck me. I love Francesca. I could not be her friend, or even adjacent to friendship with her. But, man, is she just a perfect main character. She's so yeah. enjoyable, and so flawed. And you never know if she's going to do... She's fucking Eleanor from The Good Place. You never know if she's going to do the good thing or the bad thing. And it's just great fun either way. Yeah. I also... (laughs) I'm not good at this sort of uh, retreat kind of emotional... This. Because just like last last week or whatever week the boys trip was on, where I wouldn't have done great because I would have taken shit too literally... And the hugging challenge where I would have just kept hugging until I was told to let go. My thought when they're like, yeah, draw a representation of your Yoni. My thought went to, so we're all just going to start drawing our vaginas? That's weird, but okay. That's what I thought they were going to (laughs) do. I was legitimately shocked when they turned around the first painting and it wasn't a vagina. And then when the second one also wasn't a vagina, I was like, holy shit, is this not what we're doing? Was, were we not like quietly laughing at the first girl for getting it wrong? That's, that's part of why I like Lydia's is because like, at least hers was a vagina. Um, like it was the shape of one and it like clearly was meant to represent one like very, um, literally visibly yeah with well just also having deeper meaning and i'm like I'm like, okay maybe i would have done that except i wouldn't have i would have just straight drawn my vagina um not that i have one but if i did and i was in this position because i take things too literally i'm bad and dumb i thought it was like the thing where they put a bunch of fruit on the table and then took the fruit away and it's like all right draw the fruit for memory oh uh, see 
same. I was like, I would have been like, can I have my mirror back? And also my like, <laughs> I need to like have a reference for this, please. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm jumping around a little bit because we forgot to mention this during Corey and Francesca's date. But uh, Francesca compares Harry to broccoli and Corey to a burger. Oh, yeah, that was mean. That was also very that- mean. Like, and like, no, if she had just said that, fine, like, I get what she's saying, but to be like, and he's up here, and Harry's down here, that was mean. Well, yeah, I mean, like, obviously a burger's just better. Oh, I also like that, like, when left to their own devices, the boys just form a choir. Yeah, it's good stuff. They they seem to really have a lot of fun with each other. And I'm glad. Oh, man. I don't think I have anything else, do I? I mean, Lydia and David hung out and, like, made out and almost fucked in the shower. Oh, yeah. no. It's like, honestly, that was a great shot of David, and he's so fucking hot. He's pretty ripped. I mean, they're not getting any money. What? Oh, no, none. Oh, yeah. A blowjob costs 6000 but a kiss is three. The fucking menu on this i on this restaurant is fucking stupid i was gonna say i thought that sounded kind of like a steal considering what a kiss costs yeah like at that point skip kissing just go straight to blowing i wonder if they give him a discount because they realize they're gonna get no money oh i'm also really surprised that after the date francesca and harry didn't get a green bracelet probably because of the blowjob like, no no this is before the blowjob oh it's probably because the she shouldn't have gone on the date Oh, I fully agree, but also, the show has given out green bracelets for less. True. But, but for her to come back and be like, listen, I went and I shut him down, and it really made me realize how important you are to me, and that you're broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I guess we're done. This is going to be a short episode, because I swear to fucking God, I hope you cut out that whole bit about high hop in the middle. Oh, we won't. Oh, fuck. Oh, Rhonda has a son. We mentioned it in passing, but I felt like maybe we should maybe mention it for real. I mean, honestly, my only thought is that I thought it was kind of out of character for Rhonda to have a son and still go on Sex House for how long? Um, it's like a month. All right. I don't know. I, I mean, my question would have been how old is her son? Because, like, the age makes such a difference. Because, like, you know, like, if he's going to, like, an away summer camp, like, that makes sense that she is also going to an away summer camp. <laughs> you know, when you put it that way, it almost seems fair. It does. He gets to go do arts and crafts and maybe, like, ride horses or some shit, and she gets to fuck. Well, she thought she was going to. She did. Well, she, she did almost, a little bit. Anyways, um, I, Sharon took it very well, and, like, it wasn't even, like, a he did well to sort of, like, put up appearances for her to not be mean, but he, like, seemed to be genuinely chill with it, which was cool. Yeah. I also think these days, especially, um, blended families are much less weird, quote unquote. So I think you're a lot less likely to be like shook when someone says that. Yeah, I think it's more so whether or not they're just prepared for kids in general, rather than the fact that you already. I guess the fact that it's not biologically theirs. I don't know. Yeah, I did want to know how old her son was. And like, not because like I want to know anything about her son particularly, just because I feel like. That would give me more information about Rhonda. I agree. Does that makes sense. It's, like, was this a recent thing? Was this like a thing from like eight years ago? Like, what's up? It's a big thing, and Rhonda, I don't know, is justifiably private about it. Yeah, she's just so normal, and it makes it all the more interesting. I know. I love Rhonda. Oh, I love man. her nails. She, uh, 
I'm almost sad she didn't get to go to Sex House. I feel like she probably earned it. She did earn it. Like, I'm glad she well, got her on, but... I, you know, I never believe that relationships are going to last past these shows. Although, here's what I'll say. I think season, like, one and two of Are You The One have the most, like, still committed relationships. So that does give me hope that maybe Sharon and Rhonda will come out of this and, like, be an actual couple for a little bit. Because she deserves that. Yeah, some beginner's luck on this season. Yeah. Of, like, before the messaging gets diluted with, like, fun twists and shit. And crazy casting. The cr- it's, yeah. But so, we have one episode left and then the reunion. I'm excited about it. They, okay. This show would lend itself extremely well to an all-queer cast. I think it would be very fun to have, like, an all-lesbian season, an all-gay season, and then, like, an all-bi season. Or, like, you know, uh, 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 anyone can be your match season. I, they don't necessarily have to be bi, but they have to be um, polysexual. I, I think, think they're missing a big opportunity not doing that with Are You The One. Just start yeah. throwing random groups of sexualities together and see what happens. See if it plays out differently or not. fun. And here's the thing, is if you do, like, 12 guys and 12 girls, but the guys are all gay and the girls are all still lesbians, it's the same show, just a little bit weirder, and I love it! (laughs) (laughs) And then you get to see gay lesbian friendships, which is something you're never going to see on TV, because, I don't know, straight people assume that gay and lesbians hate each other. (laughs) It is the stereotype. cats and dogs, I guess. (sighs) Uh, This was a weird episode. lesbians. Yeah, it was a weird episode. I feel like it was my fault. I feel like I brought all the weird this time. You did. You did really start this off in a weird place. All right. Anyways. Well. Uh, get out of my bikini, you cunt. Let's go. I, we also never introduced ourselves. <laughs> ah, shit. I'm Aubrey. I am your co-host. I am also Taylor, and I am also a co-host. Um, <laughs> thank you for watching this, our Listening. show, The Boom Boom Room. Uh, we'll see you sometime else. That's not now. Bye. Bye! (laughs) I'm pissed, because... So, just a fun fact about me. I buy my deodorant in bulk. Okay. because of that... I haven't had to consider about buying deodorant for maybe two years because I just got that much. Um, And so, of course, I've decided to run out during a time period when things take like weeks to get delivered. (laughs) And I'm I'm legitimately angry. (laughs) All right, let's start recording. I mean, we are.